Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast, listener. It's lovely to be heard by you. Uh, I'm Prue Warren. Uh, I represent writers with less experience. Uh, and the good news is that I'm here with my co-host who has much more experience. I am Meredith Bond, and it is lovely to be here with you, Prue. <laughs> Today's podcast, Mary, I love the fact that we're going to release this right around the new year. And our topic is the writer goals for your year. I, I don't ever take enough time to do an assessment. I don't ever take enough time to say, here are my goals for the coming year. I'm going to write it down, tape it to the wall, and it's going to sit in front of me. So I'm really excited about today's podcast. I want to hear about your goals. And I've been thinking about what my goals might be. How do you decide? How do you decide what your goals are? Um, I'm just pulling out my calendar from this past year where I have my goals written down. So a few years ago, I attended a talk at the Washington Romance Writers. And I'm trying to remember the name of the person who gave it. And she's a wonderful person. And she gave an amazing talk. And ever since then, she like totally blew my mind. It'll come to you. It will come to you. Come to you. But she she totally blew my mind. She said, we all have, we should all have three different types of goals. So the first type, she suggested you should have three goals for the coming year. And goals meaning things that you believe you can attain. Right? Something reasonable. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm just looking at my goals for last year, because every year I write down my goals. Does Um, she mean attainable goals or three goals and one of them is attainable? So no. So, okay, back up. So we have there are three different types of goals that we should have. Okay. Okay. And three of each. Okay. Okay. So three goals which are attainable. Yes. Three hopes for which you need to work a lot harder and three dreams, which are way out there. Oh, my God. I think that probably the dreams are the scariest things to say out loud. Well, yeah, sure. So every year I write down three goals, three hopes and three dreams. All right. All right. Attainable. I'm sorry. Your words were goals, hopes and dreams. Yes. So um, I mix them up with both work and personal. So my goals for 2021 were to uh, get better at marketing, to develop my coaching business. All right. And to develop a new series to follow the Ladies Wagering Whist Society. 
Okay, and you've done all of those things. And I have done all of those things. So those were goals that I had last year at this time that I knew that I would be able to attain in the following year. Okay, all right. Okay. So I have attained all of them. My hopes <laughs> yeah. were um, that the Ladies Wagering Whist Society continued to sell well. Which it did. Which it, it, it has. Um, that my that more coaching clients would come my way, which they did. They have, and actually, my third goal was a personal one, which was to actually move to Kiev, which I have. Oh, which you have. <laughs> well done. Your hopes are good. And then my dreams were uh, to grow my mailing list engagement, uh, which has not happened. <laughs> huh. Okay. To make it to a much higher ranking on Amazon with at least one book, which hasn't happened. <laughs> and the third one was for my children. <laughs> okay. 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 So I think this is interesting because as I was thinking about what, what could I actually set myself some goals? My goals for the year that I came up with last night at 1.30 in the morning <laughs> were all uh sort of measurable have you set your goals for the coming year we have not yet set them so attainable goals okay here's what here's what i have and i didn't i didn't know about goals hopes and dreams because now you're you you're putting the clog in my works here um no 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 it's a good clog you're slowing down a train that was running away I was thinking that I wanted to write three books in 2022 plus mm -hmm. something extra. Like this year I did the you decide story. Um, and last year I did the advent calendar. So I like just the idea of something extra. So three books plus in the world of publishing, I want to, I want to do a serious deep dive exploration into audiobooks to see just what kind of investment it would take to get all four of the ampersand books um, recorded in audiobooks which now moves into the marketing realm, which is you have to seriously explore audiobook marketing because it does no good to invest in the audiobook if you don't tell people. I want to grow my subscriber list to a thousand people and I'm at 500. So that's a bold goal. I want to run a single winning Amazon ad. I want to run a single ad where I make more than I spend. And I'm really, I mean, that might as well be a dream. <laughs> and then for housekeeping, I want to learn the basics of Excel, and I want to set up a separate bank account and credit card for writing, as opposed to just sort of muggling it around and figuring I'll figure it out in accounting later, which I'm never going to do. So those were my goals, and I think some of them ought to be considered dreams, like running a winning Amazon ad has to be a dream, because this apparently, I don't know how to do that. And I have a marketing person. I was I about to say... Doesn't your marketing person help you with that? Yes, she does help me, but but she runs she runs Facebook ads for me, and Facebook ads are are harder. Okay, the glory of an Amazon ad is Amazon will tell me if someone goes from I've seen your ad to I clicked on your link to I bought your book. Right? It's extremely direct. If I spend ten dollars and someone buys a book for three bucks. I have not regained my money, but at least I can see what happened. Facebook ads will only tell me how many people click over to the link. Right. 
And I don't know what happens after that. It's, it's, it's right. Did they buy or did they not? Or did any of the other marketing efforts that I've done cause them to say, that's it. That's the book for me. So I'm, I, I'm starting my self-education with the Amazon ads because, because it will tell me sales. So Heather Roberts of Elwood's Promotions, who's wonderful, runs me Facebook ads, but I'm attempting to hold on to Amazon ads. And she and I set up the ads together and then we review them. And she says, here's what you need to change. And I just said to her, I'm running an Amazon ad right now between Christmas and New Year's, which has sold two books. And so far I've spent $37. So obviously (laughs) we're, we're not at win yet. But each time I think, if I can get closer and closer to defining what makes someone actually buy the book, hopefully I will be able to attain the dream of a single Amazon ad of whatever size, could be tiny, could be huge, whatever, that makes more money than I spend. I'm putting that in the dream category. That's my dream. Okay. My dream. Good. I've I've totally shanghaied your discussion. No, that's fine. Go back to your plan. What are you going to set for yourself? What are your attainable goals this year? My attainable goals for this year, I have not thought this through, but just winging it off the top of my head is to write um, my, what I've been doing the past few years is writing three books and a novella every year. Oh yeah. Three books and something. Good. Exactly. I think it's a, a really nice number of books. So I would like to write my three books and a novella. Good. And I want to get better at Facebook ads, which I make great strides towards last year. Now, but you say you want to get better at. That's kind of hard to quantify. You're you right. Want to... You're right. And, and the best goals are ones that you can quantify, like writing three books and a novella. It's a specific right. number. So if I say that I don't want to get better, that I want to break even on a Ah, Facebook ad. I love that. I love that. Yes. So, yeah, breaking even, earning more than I spend on an ad would be amazing. Good. Okay. I like the idea of of making it measurable because better is good, but it's not. No, you are, you are a hundred percent right. Making it measurable makes it real. Um, And I would like to add five more coaching clients. Oh, that's a really good total. That's an excellent total. All right. I'm looking at my list. (laughs) And dividing the things that I've already said into goal, hope, dream. It's a really nice way of breaking them up, isn't it? It is. It is. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight things here. Oh, that's because I've got four goals. I see what my problem is. I only have one dream, which is running a winning Amazon ad. So I need to think, I think I need to think bigger. Okay. These are my specific goals. This is my, I didn't have three. I have four. Write three books. And write something extra. Maybe I could combine those. Let's just call that one goal. Write three books and an extra. Mm-hmm. Learn the basics of Excel and set up a writing only bank account and credit card. Those are things that I can do. Those are things that I intend to do. Those are things that will not cause me 
to break a sweat. These are just things that I will do. My hopes are to explore audiobooks. And the second half of that is explore audiobook marketing and really find out what kind of an investment it's going to take and what sort of return on investment I can hope for. And then double my subscriber list to a thousand. So those are my hopes. And then my dream is running a winning Amazon audit, which really do. I think that's a dream. I think that's a dream. All right. More dreams though. Another dream. Um, I guess double my sales. Yeah. That's a dream. I'm thinking about releasing the next series of three books on KU. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess a dream is um, make a profit on KU. Now that is, go ahead. You'll make a profit, but how much of a profit? (laughs) Yeah. Should I set a dollar goal at this point? Okay. uh, I think we're speaking in shorthand and uh, let's not assume everybody knows. KU is stands for Kindle Unlimited. Amazon has a has a deal. If you agree to publish your book only on Amazon and nowhere else, your ebook, your print book can be published elsewhere. But if your ebook is only available on Amazon, they will put it into KU Kindle Unlimited, and you will be paid for every page that someone reads of that book. People subscribe to KU. I pay $10 a month to be in KU and I can download as many books as I want and read them if they're in KU. Uh, And it doesn't cost me any more than $10. They pool all that money together and divide it up between the authors. And it's based on how many pages people read. So it's potentially potentially profitable. And the reason I'm thinking of KU, Mary, is because when I look at my sales to date of about 1,700 books, like, 1,650 of them are on Amazon anyway. I sell very little on Apple and Kobo and Barnes and Nobles and nothing on Smashwords or Publish Drive. So I'm like, why am I, why am I going through the hassle of running on all those platforms when Amazon, the great overlord, right, is, is making it absolutely easy for me to be exclusive to Amazon? So I'm thinking about the next three books are going to be KU. So I'll, that'll be that'll be my first dive into KU. And you don't want to put your old series on KU and publish your new series wide? As as I understand it, Amazon knows if I'm giving them new content or not. And Amazon is more uh, more inclined to like me and to promote me and to put me in front of their readers if I'm giving them new content. Okay. I don't know if that's true anymore. I mean, I I've don't heard do it. I don't know. I don't know. Once again, I don't know. We need an Amazon expert. So there. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. But it's a plan. And that is, that is a good thing. It's a plan. It's a, I got whole goals, hopes, and dreams. And I think the hopes are good ones because I'm going to write the three books in something. I keep intending to learn the basics of Excel and setting up a writing only bank account and credit card. I should have done it months ago. So my goals are attainable. My hopes are audiobooks and subscriber lists. And those are things that I will put some effort into. I will, I will break a sweat on those. Mm-hmm. And the dreams, running a winning Amazon ad, double my sales and make a profit on KU. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. So I've established my three goals, my three hopes, and my three dreams. Over to you, Meredith Bond. Go, girl. 
<laughs> um, the other thing that I did this year, which was new to me, and probably I should have been doing for years, is I created a little uh, ARC notebook for myself. I love these mm -hmm. um, ring binders, um, disc binders. Um, and so I put, I created one for myself where I created goals for 2022, which is the specific books I want to write, lists huh. the books that I want to write. I, I gave myself a space for six, even though I'm sure that I'll only write three or wow. three, in, three in a novella. And I gave myself marketing goals and coaching and editing goals. So and how much money I would like to earn. Oh, you gave yourself a dollar goal. I gave myself a dollar goal. But that's uh, gross, not net. I mean, are you considering how much profit you want to earn or how much money you want to earn? That is, yeah, it is profit, not net. So at this time of year, every year, I do my, fi my business finances where mm -hmm. I compare the Excel spreadsheet that I keep with my PayPal statements and my bank statements. Mm -hmm. Okay. To make sure that I have everything in my Excel spreadsheet so that when I send it over to my, my accountant and in April, I have to do very little at that time. So what's on your Excel spreadsheet? What are your categories? What are you noting? How do you break oh. it down? Yeah, um, I have uh, three pages. Uh, the first page is a, a table of all of my book royalties. Mm -hmm. And how um, often do you do it once a month? You, you put in what your royalties are? Yes. Every time okay. I get paid something and I don't put in anything, you know, they send you uh, like Barnes and Noble and Kobo and and places will send you an email saying we're depositing X amount of money into your bank. I don't right. pay any attention to those. I look at my bank statement and see how much they actually deposit. Uh, okay. Okay. So and page one royalties. So page one is royalties. Page two is expenses, and okay. I break those down into advertising contract labor, um, computer programs and supplies, and um, professional development. <laughs> nice, nice phrase. Okay. So you get away professional say, development can include any courses that I take, right. um, my Washington Romance Writers membership, my membership in the Beaumont, stuff like that. Okay. All right, good. And page three? And page three, it tracks my formatting and coaching clients. Uh-huh. Okay. Because it would be great for me to set up something like this starting on January 1st. I mean, this, this first year with no real, like, throwing money around like mad, I would, everything's tangled up. But on January 1st, I could set up this and use it. Uh, this is good. I All can right. send you, I can send you a copy of mine. Of my of the blank one that I'm going to be starting out with, because I have everything set up and all of the you know uh, equations and whatnot in there to tally up 
by month and then by um, by retailer. Are you willing to put that in the show notes? Can yeah. we share with the world? I can, certainly. Good. Very good. Mary's Absolutely. Excellent. I'd be happy to do so. Um, so on the first page is not only book royalties, but because I have my formatting business and I teach and sometimes every now and then they'll be part of an anthology. And so I have every possibility in there of how much, how I can earn money. And then I also put on the first page, the summaries of the, of my expenses so that on one page, on the first page, I can see what my net is. I think that's an excellent, that's such a good idea. And, and your third page for your other, your other, um, extracurricular, extracurricular <laughs> activities. I'm, I'm discounting that, but I love the idea of on one page, what's coming in and on the other page, what's going out. Yep. Let's start that. Here's a, here's an attainable goal. Bookkeeping. Yeah. That is a goal for me. And you also need to keep all of your receipts because either either as a screenshot or as a, an actual, you know, downloaded invoice, just in case the IRS ever wants to know what's going on. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I like the plan. I like the plan. I think that that is such a good goal for me. Oh my God. I'm, I'm drawing a circle around it. (laughs) That's more likely to make it happen. Right. Yeah. Okay, so in my ARC notebook, my first page here is um, the books I'm going to write, my marketing goals, which basically is to make more money than I spend. <laughs> Good. I don't think that's, I think that's a dream for me. I don't think that's going to happen for a couple of years because at, at some point you have to have a big enough catalog of books making small amounts of money, Right in order to offset the amount of money you have to spend to promote the current book. So I think a new author, that's a law, that's a dream. Make more than I spend. That's a dream. Yeah. And then for the next couple of pages in my little notebook here, I have my monthly goals. So I have three monthly goals and then um, what was accomplished. For each month? For each month. Wow. So that I can keep track of how I'm doing. And, you know, each monthly goal is is a smaller, more attainable goal, Mm -hmm. which will, yeah, add up to my yearly goal. And Mm -hmm. I'd like, and it's wonderful to write down at the end of the month what you accomplished. Divide into months. Or if it's a if it's a trickier thing, you could almost divide it into quarters. I'm just thinking of like exploring audiobooks. That's not something that I can say, I will accomplish this in April. That will be done. But I could say in the second quarter of the year, I'm going to devote some time to looking into audiobooks. Yeah. So I like I, I, I like this concept of set the big goal and then figure out how you can divide it into manageable chunks. Right. And then you're more likely to attain it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it. Okay. And towards my um, marketing goal of of earning more than I spend, it's good to know how much I spend, where I spent it, and how effective that was. Yeah, that's well, yes, measurability. Measurability. And so to my, my small, very, very small effort 
towards that end because I don't know Excel well enough and don't know how I would even create such a thing in Excel. I have page for each month where I list what book I put on sale, the dates of the sale, where I advertise it, how much I spent on that advertising, then the number of those of that book sold, the amount I earned, and the number of related books sold, and how much I earned on those. Because so like for January, I'm putting A Trick of Mirrors on sale, which is book number four of my Ladies Wagering Whist Society. So I'm hoping that when people see that it's on sale, they'll buy books one or one and two or five and six or whatever it is. They'll buy more than just the one book that's on sale. Sure, you won't read through. That is always the goal. And it's why saying I want a winning Amazon ad is tricky because I will be able to see if I spend $40 and people buy two books, it looks like that's a loss. But if people buy two books and those two people buy another three books each, right? It's it's The read-through is harder to measure, but important. But what you just said that I think is very interesting is this concept of creating a calendar to write down what's going on. Yes. You had, you had sales, advertising. What were mm-hmm. your things on your calendar, calendar each year? Um, it's book on sale. Which book mm-hmm. is on sale? The mm-hmm. dates of the sale. Mm-hmm. Where I advertised so that I can see what, venue what advertising works yeah how much i spent on it on the advertisement mm-hmm. the number of that book sold and the amount earned and the number of related books sold oh see and I that's have one page for each month so i can put up to four books on sale each month or have or sell or advertise in four places you're, you're obviously, your calendar is going to be far more complex than mine because you have so many series. I have right. one series. See, I don't think I would ever put book two, three, or four on sale. I would always put book one on sale. Yeah. And a lot of times I do just put book one on sale. But I also have left myself the option of putting other books on sale. I was um, talking with another author who also has, who has two big series, two really long series of books. And what she does is every month she puts one book from each of the series on sale, no matter, you know, what number it is is in the series. So interesting. I would only put the first book on sale. I would want the, I would want the read through to go up. You keep it on paper. You have an actual paper, but I'm thinking I could build a calendar. This is why I think it's really important for me to learn Excel is if I had a page, an Excel page mm-hmm. that I could then repeat per month, I could track all this stuff and have an Excel-based calendar as opposed to a printed calendar. Yes, you could. Absolutely. I'm going to learn Excel in the next two days. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and then finally in my calendar, I have an end-of-year wrap-up. And so I can list the, num- the books that I wrote list what marketing goals I accomplished, list uh, my coaching and editing goals accomplished, the number of clients I have, 
uh, how much money I earned from book sales, how much from coaching, uh, how much did I spend on marketing total, and my net profit loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in that page yet because I think it would be very <laughs> It's going to be bad enough to have income on one page and outgo on the other page. They're not going to balance for a couple of years, I'm pretty sure. You, so you have a lot. You haven't done this yet. And you and I are recording on the 29th, and you're going to want this on the first of the year, aren't you? You've got a lot yes. of work ahead of you. Well, so I have everything printed out, and I have my general goals for next year already written out, my big goals. So I don't, the only thing I don't have written out are my hopes and dreams. Oh, see, I thought you said you hadn't done this yet. You have done um, this. I've, I've done a little bit of it. I haven't finished. Uh, I think one of your hopes should be um, to explore audiobook marketing because you have an audiobook, but you just haven't sold very many of them. Right. It's true. And I've looked at audiobook marketing and yeah, it, it's still an enigma to me. Because mm. we, we, we were fortunate enough to talk with your narrator. Yeah. She was and I believe that book is probably going to be very successful, but it deserves a little bit of investment. So I want you to put that on your list. <laughs> I'm not I'm your mother. I am a mother, so I'm going to nag you. <laughs> Make it a hope. It doesn't have to yeah. be a goal. Make it a hope. That's what it I'm doing. Matter. Yeah, uh, you've given me an awful lot to think of. I love. I love that we began with this very. Um, pie in the sky, three attainable goals, three attainable hopes, three dreams, right? It's very like, oh, and then I'm going to get a dog and, and teach him how to not beg at the table, right? These are all good goals. La, la, la. But then you're talking about breaking these down into manageable steps that you can chart over the course of a month or a quarter or even a half year, depending on how a writer would want to break it up. Uh, and and have gotten into some very specific stuff, a calendar, um, the finances on spreadsheets that make these things um, very practical. And it stops being sort of airy and, oh, I want to lie in a field with my pony, right? Uh, <laughs> and becomes, okay, here's how we're going to get this done. So, so yeah, set your attainable goals, your hopes, and your dreams, but then use these tools to make it happen. And the tools are the finances page, your income and your outgo on an Excel sheet, and a good calendar so that you can track your marketing. And I suppose you could also put in on the calendar when you want to have the first book done, when you want to have the second book done, how you're going to do the whole mobile. Yeah, there's a lot here. Yep, there is. But it's really, I love the this time of year because it allows me to pause and look at these big picture things mm-hmm. and really to really set myself up for success in the next year. Do you, um, you have that book that you've written that your goals down in. Do you look at it every day? Do you put it on a shelf? Do you hide it? Where does it live? How do you keep this fresh in your mind throughout the year? Yeah, so this is the first year that I've written things down in a in a methodical way like this. Normally I do keep it I keep a paper calendar and I'm going to try and see if I can't fit most of these pages into that calendar. Mm-hmm. 
so that it is something that I look at at least once a month to write down my goal for the following month and how I did the previous month in those goals. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you with a question. Mindy Klasky, my other mentor, the wise women who whisper in my ear, told me that I should have an account with some company that will track my sales for me so I don't have to go on Amazon and then Apple and then Kobo. And then do you happen to remember the name of that? Do you have that? I used to use one and then it, it wasn't as accurate. I mean, oh, okay. And so I, I go into watch one every few days. You do. And, and you go into all of them. Whoa, that's our timer. We've done our, we've done our time. So. Yeah. But there are a number of, of services that will do that, that will gather the data for you. And I know yeah, a number I of people like use the that. idea because I think it would help to input all this information on the number of books sold, the amount of money made, the number of related books sold um, would make it easier than perpetually tracking through the six platforms that I'm on. Okay, so we got a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff going on here. I can't even think to sum up graciously. Uh, <laughs> what other thoughts do you have on the subject of setting your um, annual goals? And then we'll talk about what we're doing next week. I think that's it. I think I think we're both on a good track. And I I really I would love to hear from our listeners to see if there's any different way that you create your goals for the coming year and any way that different way that you track them that you think might help other people. And if so, we will certainly put name your ideas on we'll pass it on. Yeah, on next week's how, how do they share that information with us, Mary? What do they oh, do? Oh, very easily, Prue. All they need to do is write to you at prue at pruewarren.com or That's me right. at Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, at meredithbond.com. There you go. Or they can just send us a message through our website, the Writer's Block Party Podcast.com. There you go. Dot com. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you anyway on whatever you want to say because you're kind of mythological to us at this point. Next week, Meredith, we're going to talk about accountability partners, which I think is going to be a very interesting topic given our previous post on Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies and how those um, tendencies in a human brain suggest different ways that an accountability partner can help writers. So I think this is the next step in that in that particular progression. So I think it's going to be a very interesting discussion. I agree. All right. All right. Good luck in the new year. Good luck to us all. Godspeed. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much, Prue. Bye, Mary. That's it for the writer's block party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week.